I left my job in Miami as a police officer because I realized the fact that I have been wrong. And I was doing things in this life that I was arresting other people for. And I could not continue doing that. So I had to find myself and realize that there's something greater in me than misleading myself and believing that I had to have that type of dualistic existence. I almost didn't want to get back with my dad. I was like, nah, dude, I mean, nah, nah. But I had to get out of my way, okay, and 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 allow God to bring us back together. You've been listening to the podcast, the new author, Uncle Michon, I'm Not Your Black, from Louisville, Kentucky. This conversation, the family. You're my fan. It's time for us to wake up and come. Just as a queen needs to have a king to have any claim to sovereignty, the king needs to have a queen to keep being a king. Now, my thing to you would be, who's telling you that you can't? It's not the system. It's you. Are you ready to grow you into the individual? that you desire to become. You are now part of our family. And our family's not based on color. Our family's based on spirit. Spirit, truth, wisdom, and understanding. I am pretty excited about this. This uh, Uncle Me Sean here in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, I, this is my first podcast after becoming an author. I am not your black. America is my new book. And I'm pretty excited about it. My dad, you know, is going to be coming from Atlanta. Uh, I like to call him Dad Daniels for all of you all. And say something to us, Dad Daniels. <laughs> well, I'm honored to have the opportunity to share with you. And, and I look uh, forward to the discussion. Well, you know, Dad Daniels, uh, I want you to be aware that uh, you have <laughs> this uh, this beautiful son that you have helped me to get you to me because you're in the book as well and everything and one of the biggest things is that uh i like to keep it astute and uncut or daddy daniels or dad daniels what's uh the elder and the spiritual and so dad you know i i titled this show genesis you know in the beginning and for all my listeners and everything that's going to be listening to this podcast uh we call it the conversation the families I got three things that I want to make sure that everybody understands the foundation of this show. Uh, I'm not your black America. That's one. Two, you matter. God's lives matter. And then three, family matters. So, Dad, let's, let's get right into this conversation. So, first of all, let's just start at Genesis, okay? Why is this important that we just going to go ahead and start everything with an idea that in the beginnings, it matters. Well, everything has a beginning. And to overlook the beginning really allows us not to see the growth that transpired during the process. So we can't leave out anything in, in order to actually see the big picture. And I will tell you that my beginnings didn't start so well. I mean, right from the cradle, Dad. I mean, right. I mean, the moment that I was... You know, I, I was born and everything. Uh, I, I'd experienced a, a situation that as a child, I knew it wasn't right. And so I, I want people to know that 
I, I think it's important to be transparent. Uh, I'm going to go all the way back into the garden when it comes to first man. I believe that uh, first man misunderstood his responsibility when the creator gave him the information. As soon as woman engaged and had that dialogue with the serpent and turned around, she gave to man. Did you notice that, that man, did you notice that man didn't say nothing? When I was a child, I was absent and inability to say anything because I could not rebuttal against something that had occurred to me. Just like man, he too did not rebuttal to something that occurred to him. Okay. And then right after that, God came looking for him. And what were they doing, Dad? They were hiding. And what were they doing? They were covering up themselves. So something happened, Dad. Something happened, okay? I'm your host here in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, I'm a new author. I truly believe this book was my therapy, my therapy to get it right because I had to understand where I came from. And, and I first, you know, I had to learn how to love myself. And you can't love yourself until you get your story right. <laughs> if you read my book, Pretty much like myself, as a little shorty, a little, little kid, you know, in, in the cradle and everything, something occurred to me, and I was speechless. I could not respond back to it. But I truly believe so many of us don't get the story right. I, we're born into these dysfunctional families and destructed, or we, we don't know how to explain it. God showed back up asking, where are you? Uh, what you doing? And what the man said, we hiding. What are you hiding from? Uh, 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 we naked. Who told you you was naked? Wait, what year were you born, Dad? 44. You born in 1944. 1944. 1944. And I'm born in 1961. So you would, so would it be safe to say that you represent my beginnings as an elder? Correct. You were born in a time that you had to deal with something that you were born into that you yourself didn't even know what you were born into, but you were born into it, but it, it was already in existence. In my book, you're going to see my mother had to leave me with a babysitter. She did. She had to leave me with a babysitter to go out and get a job. She had no idea that the babysitter uh, was going to do what they did. My mother didn't even know what happened to me and everything until later, later, later in life and everything when I could put some words on it to tell her what happened. How many of you might feel that way? How many of you may feel that the fact that you have been uh, forced upon something that you really didn't know how to put the words in like that? You remember you telling me when you, when you came to my birthday party or you heard me say that I was a man at age 50 and you said, son, that's interesting, son. You said when granddaddy turned 50, he was still considered not human. You said when you turned 50, you were still being considered a boy. So would you say that uh, you represented my beginnings? My reply would be at what point do we really find our own reality? Uh, I saw the fact that you couldn't go in the restaurant and eat. You had to go to the back door to order your food. The bathrooms were painted, I gather, 
but they were white inside, but the sign on the outside said black only, you know. So you had the growth of that, but at that particular time, the growth factors were individuals were beginning to say, that's enough of that. And some things had to change in order for us to be who we are to be. And finally, the the black only type things were removed and people will begin to start seeing themselves a little different, but not totally the essence of who they're supposed to be come in this life. And I definitely had to go through some things to find me in this life because what I was in doctrine with was the human essence of me and not the spiritual essence of me. I was aware of the spiritual knowledge, but I was embedded with the human knowledge, and the human knowledge showed the thing of separation. Now, at what point do I grow from that and begin to realize that I have a responsibility to my life to be the best person that I can be? And if I follow the human route, then I'm going to be lost forever. Right, right. And see where you're going right into the idea uh, why I call you Dad Daniels, and you're gonna be that that individual always, you know, talking about we can't be double minded. You know, we gotta always search and find that spiritual essence of us, pretty much culturally, like us who identify us away from color as American descendants of slaves. I truly don't believe that we really understood what we were born into, and I truly believe now. We're really coming into who we are from 1619 to 2019 represents 400 years, which many of you don't maybe not heard this, but it's in my book. You've been listening to the podcast, the new author, Uncle Me Sean, I'm Not Your Black from Louisville, Kentucky. This conversation, the family, you're my family. It's time for us to wake up and become more astute. I just retired from the military. And uh, I, I did some time, uh, 21 years in the United States Army. I did 40 plus years as a surgical technologist. And just recently, in uh, 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 la- uh, last year, uh, 2022, I retired from, you know, I'm, I'm sitting back chilling out. Okay. And I started realizing after I wrote my book, I'm Not Your Black America, I can't check out yet. I mean, I got to go to work now for all of you, because what I realize is that I'm a baby boomer at the end. And every one of you who are younger than me, I have an obligation to tell you what I've learned with this life that I have lived. Did you realize August 20th, 1619, okay, Jamestown. It's not what we say, but it says that a demographics of people, enslaved Africans, were landed in Virginia. Their offsprings, okay, their offsprings began having slaves. You know, they 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 started having slaves. They were conditioned. They were born into slavery in a in a time where America was called America. Dr. Noah Shelton wrote his book, America's Little Black Book, when he says America created American slaves. They didn't create Negro, Black, African-Americans. They created American slaves. Why? Because the condition 
of that birth is what make them who they were. The condition they were born into slavery in the legal country that they were born into, it was American. So that makes them American slaves. So, from 1865 all the way to 2019 is 400 years. If you, if you read your Bible, you know that 400 years is a, is a significant number. 400 years is a significant number. You know, I mentioned to you a lot in regards to dualistic uh, thinking. We have situations of things that were and things that are. How long can you stay in the past when right. you're being enslaved in the future? Mm. So we are prisoners, but we are self-made prisoners. We imprison ourselves in our thinking. Our freedom also comes with our thinking. How do right. you see yourself? Do you see yourself locked in things that were? Or do you see yourself in strengthening in things that can be? We can't go back and correct that, but we can do something about our tomorrow. And we can make our tomorrow much better. But it's our responsibility to be able to do that. So you or we must ask ourselves, am I ready to be freed? so that I can grow in this life? Or am I just going to tuck myself away and be imprisoned to things of my thoughts or what my capabilities are? Because there is nothing impossible for any of us. We must become one who learned how to not look for love from some other source, but to look for love from within ourselves and ask yourself the question, do you truly love you? Do your life matter to you? We know God's lives matter, but the bigger question, the greatest question is, do your life matter for you, and are you ready to step out and do something to make the change? We have to unlearn what didn't work. What didn't work? What didn't work? Let me say it again. I was born in a period of time, Marcus Garvey. W.D.D. Du Bois. I was, I was taught that we needed to, you know, sit by the dominant European culture so we can learn. I was, I was taught that the history and everything was all based on what they told us. But I discovered that we, our men, particularly our men, was forced to silence, and they could not really be the fathers and the husbands in their community because they had to rely on their women because just like the game of chess, the woman has all the moves. The king can only move one space at a time. So the dominant European culture gave our women all the moves and they stopped us from being able to move anywhere and kept us silent. Oh, remember y'all don't catch what I'm saying. The metaphor playing chess was played against us. Our women was given the position of queen to do whatever they want from the dominant European culture, men that allowed them to say, hey, we're the king. We're going to give you cheese. We're going to give you housing. We're going to let you have kids. Oh, but you got to leave you, your male and your men and everything. You got to keep them out the house. 
So the government became the king and our women become their queen, but our women was working against us. So I'm here to tell you, it's all in my book. I really would like for y'all to read that chapter, King and Queen, because it's a metaphor against the game that has been really twisted against us. And you have to learn how to unlearn, to relearn, to love yourself. You matter. God's lives matter. Love a lust. It's amazing how we can buy into the reality of things that were shared with us through written wisdom or television or wherever you have it. But in every romantic type situations, the end result was said that, oh, the love that we made last night was outstanding. But did you mm. really make love last night? Or did you really have a good time in a very lustful moment? And you enjoyed the lust of that activity and not place love in the essence of it. Because love is an appreciation for self. It has nothing to do with a sexual activity that might have been great at the time it was being done. But after it's all over, it's gone. But love is eternal. And we have not learned how to love ourselves. You know, we're almost like the warden and the principal in, in the prison, but at the same time, a prisoner in the prison. And we hold the key to our release. We can't stay locked into things or stories that are not realistic. I am a prisoner in this life, but it's not because of a crime that I committed. I'm a prisoner in this life because I really don't know how to grow in it and do those things that are necessary to make me better. Give yourself the freedom that you know that you deserve by becoming that unique you that you think about that you could become. Hey, Dad. Now you just now you you get you went right into the third part as we're going to be closing out here in a little bit. I remember when I said white Christian, black Christian, I remember when I was doing the 2006 festival here in Louisville, Kentucky, and I had to go out here and uh, identify with some of the black religious leaders in the community, and, and I had to go identify with the white religious ladies in the community. I, I thought that was kind of odd. You know, what kind of God will tell us that we are white Christians and black Christians? The, the earlier settlers, white Christians, they taught the slaves to see themselves as black Christians. Uh, in my book, I talk about, and Dad, you remember that, in my book I talk about uh, the milkman, okay, and dirt. And the, before the milk is poured, okay, if dirt is not taken out, the port, the milk, and the whole entire thing is contaminated. Okay? So I want you to think about what I'm saying. If the Christianity you was taught had dirt in it, <laughs> anything you pour on top of it is contaminated too. Okay? God's lives matter. If you matter... God's lives matter. If God's lives matter, you matter. What has been happening with our families? Maybe our families is all jacked up. 
because the original foundation of what family was built on has maybe had been dirty. I want you to think about it. It matters. It matters how you start your family out. If you, the parent gods, don't care about how your family start out, then you're starting them out contaminated. This has been your Uncle Me, Sean, and Dad Daniels, our first podcast. Uh, doing it here in Louisville, Kentucky. My debut as a new author here in Louisville, Kentucky, and to the world. I am Nacho Black. Uh, I consider myself to be quite astute. The book has helped me to be uh, an individual who has found uh, healing. And since I found healing, I feel it's my obligation to give this healing to other people. So I have come to realize how important family is. Oh, my God. Lord, many of you have y'all been following me. I just met my grandmother from my father's side because I'm, I'm an adopted kid, okay? I was absent from my family. My grandmother, who's 102 years old in uh, Miami, Florida, and I made contact with her. I'm going to try to hold this together, man, because when I made contact with her, I was absent from my father's side of the family for 55 years, and I finally made contact with her. And she said to me, she said to me, God, that I will be reconnected with you before God take me from here. Please don't take me away from here before you reconnect me with my firstborn grandson. Let me just tell you how important that was for me to meet my Lily May Floyd. Lily May Floyd, 102 years old. I got to meet her before she passed away, 102 years old. I'm going to tell you, family matters. I got I got reconnected with my 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 brothers. I got reconnected with my cousins. Uh, I just recently got connected with uh, a cousin and Todd. I got connected with my, my cousin Hope. All of my all of my five family matters. It matters, okay? It matters. So that you as my my dad, you know, I I, I you are my dad. Yeah, there, there's such thing as a, a seed dad, a seedling, and then there's one you say, that's my dad, <laughs> okay? And I'm saying you're my dad, okay? You know, I'll be the first to confess the fact that I was weak-minded, and I grew with a lot of, I'm going to call it dirt since he mentioned dirt, uh, within me. And I'll be the first to admit, I was lost. Great people have been placed in my life, but I was lost. And I had to do something to rediscover me. And as a result, I began to realize that a change had to be made, and the change was made. The good, the bad, and the ugly of those things, we inherited. And we brought those things into our life, our reality. And we began to realize that those things were wrong. And we were hurting a lot of people in the process. 
I left my job in Miami as a police officer because I realized the fact that I have been wrong. And I was doing things in this life that I was arresting other people for. And I could not continue doing that. So I had to find myself and realize that there's something greater in me than misleading myself and believing that I had to have that type of dualistic existence in this life. I could be one with my true self, but I had to discover that self in order to get the freedom that I desire because I was told by my creative source, joy and peace were promised me. Abundance was supposed to be mine. However, I grew in that thought, realizing that I cannot have that and what was going wrong. And I had to deal with the reality of that. I have been wrong because I did not know how to love me. Just as my parents didn't know how to love themselves. And I grew with that seed. But there was a thing in me that said I could be better than that. The power is in you. And I'm going to share this with you because maybe we don't know what our powers are. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness. So that we can walk in this life with self-control. And in that control, the reality of the desires that we seek, we give life to. Become one with you. Hey, listen up. Did y'all, did, y'all, did I tell you he's my dad? I did, y'all did hear me say that he's my dad, right? You, you did catch that, right? That's my dad, you know, that uh, you will, you read that book and you'll find out a lot about the man that you're hearing now is not once the man was not the man that I grew up with, okay? But the man that he had became. And if you read my book, you also notice that I gave my 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 dad a special section by himself, okay, and acknowledged him. Uh, I almost didn't want to get back with my dad. I was like, nah, dude, I mean, nah, nah. But I had to get out of my way, okay. And 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 and, and like God to bring us back together, and I'm so glad that I was willing to get out of the way and not allow the dirt, mm, the original dirt, okay, that contaminated everything to stay there to keep our family from growing and developing. Yeah, they said in the garden at that particular time, and they heard some things and saw some things. It was asked the question, "Who told you?" Now, my thing to you would be, who's telling you that you can't? It's not the system. It's you. Are you ready to grow you into the individual that you desire to become? We want to let you know you are now part of our family. And I want you to understand, our family is not based on colors. It ain't about based on color at all. Our family is based on spirit, spirit, truth, wisdom, and understanding. If you can seek and receive that that we're saying, and it makes you feel better about yourself and make you do something different that you did before, then I'm talking to you. 
and welcome to the family. And I want to give my dad the last words. Just remember, you were not given a spirit of fear, but of love and power so that you can walk this life with a sound mind. And with that mind, you grow. There it is. Thank you for hanging out with us. We hope to have you come back and enjoy another podcast with Uncle Me, Sean, and Dad Daniels. You've been listening to the podcast, the new author, Uncle Me, Sean, I'm Not Your Black, from Louisville, Kentucky. This conversation, the family, you're my family. It's time for us to wake up.